0: And greetings to all of our fellow golfers out there as we are back into it. It is another episode of the Cast in Season 1. The Cast, of course, can be found on Spotify and wherever you get your major podcasts. Also, stay connected on our additional social media outlets, Alex Webster Golf TV, on YouTube and on Instagram for additional golfing content. Welcome to Episode 7 here in Season 1. I am one of your co-hosts here. My name is Josh Grisham and joined in studio here at Golfing Headquarters as only I can be. By the man, Alex Webster. Welcome back to another episode, buddy.
1: Thank you for having me back. Yeah, appreciate it. I guess I guess we're having each other back.
0: So it's nice. Yeah, it is. It is very, very good to be back alongside you, sir. And of course, some great golfing dialogue to be had here. I mean, obviously, we talk about uh, a major player in this particular episode who uh, is uh, faced with an unprecedented situation, a major announcement for the Champions Tour and other golfing goodness, my friend. So lead us into the golfing great beyond. Where where would you like to start? Would you like to talk about... uh, um, our special golfer spotlight story. Do we want to talk about the champions tour? Where should we start first in this episode of the gimme cast?
1: Well, I, I think let's let's touch on our, our the one that we wanted to sort of feature, which is, you know, it's. it's hopefully a positive story or will have a positive outcome uh, about it. Obviously, a lot of got things going on in the golf world right now. Um, obviously, Bryson DeChambeau winning, uh, you know, recently. Yeah, just,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Dominant performances only Bryson can provide. I mean, yeah. he's doing really well in the, yeah. in the round and of
1: golf. Uh, I just saw, I was just looking while we were kind of talking here and there's uh, talks on here. In fact, let me pull it up because I want to just, as we just mentioned, Bryson, I want to kind of see what this was. Uh, the Golf Channel has shared this as well and uh, that he has basically reporting Um, This is back on October 8th. A staggering distance gains while testing a 48 inch driver. Uh, I'm literally putting this story up as we we go. 48 inch driver. That's like taller than me. Yeah. So basically he's uh, said to reporters in Las Vegas that he's taking the next month off to speed train and dial in a 48 inch driver that he's hoping to put in play at Augusta National. So obviously, as we know. The big one is the Masters coming mm-hmm. up very soon. Uh, now, a 48-inch driver is the maximum length allowed under the rules of golf. DeChambeau currently uses a 45-and-a-half-inch shaft. Now, this is something that we had talked about. Um, Do you need a
0: month's worth of training for an extra three mm-hmm. inches? I mean, I'm just I'm just saying. If
1: anybody does, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, just like, I'm,
0: I'm trying to justify it in my head. I'm like, you need an extra month for three inches uh, length on that. But that, that's unprecedented. I mean, that's like you picking me up by the legs and then swinging me around at the driving range pretty much i don't really want you to try that no but just i mean we could i do if i've pick you up but I mean, uh, i'm, I'm he, not very strong he knows what he's doing i'm gonna start picking it apart but man 48 inches that
1: well i mean that that's big i mean going from 45 and a half it's not like yeah. he's at 47 and you know that's a that's a big difference
0: um, <laughs> i gotta train up for an inch you know. yeah
1: exactly I, I i mean now we talked about this when i was kind of dabbling in the idea of of my clubs for this year, obviously we know that we got some support from help from people like New Level for our irons, but the driver was one of those ones in the bag that I was dabbling with and we had talked to a few companies about using their drivers and it didn't work out. So I kind of went into my research to sort of look at secondhand equipment because I wanted to get something that Anybody could go out and get. Were you trying to find a, a secondhand forty-eight inch driver? Yes, yeah. uh, maybe I should. I don't know, but the, the point. Well, I you know th- this. They don't make anything for lefties, so no, no it's impossible, <laughs> isn't it? Well, anyway, I managed to find i, I the M two driver, the original M twos that came out. There was twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. I think they both came out. Um, they've been one that I've always kind of liked the look of with the with the thicker white. Um, strip across the top of them and uh, then they kind of narrowed that strip down and I always liked it it gave me some really weirdly enough when you light it with the ball for my eyesight eye line it gave me a, a better look anyway I was so I was kind of oops, smacking my computer there uh, I was tempted to kind of try and look at that driver anyway I managed to find one got a great deal on it and it wasn't until I'd actually purchased it I read the equipment the, the information on on the on the sale and it said that this was a cut down driver I think it was by a half inch or an inch yeah and I was like, oh, no, this is going to be like So I started researching, and cut long story short, a lot of the PGA Tour professionals use shorter drivers because what it will do is it increases your consistency um, because you're using a shorter length club. You're not swinging as long and everything else. And a lot of them do have shorter lengths. So to see somebody go out, I mean, if any, is going to go out against to break, the mold on everything. But to see him going the other way, is really interesting because, yeah, obviously when you're whipping a longer stick around or a longer shaft, the whip coming back is going to increase your distance. But I'd be really interested to Do see.
0: Do you feel like something like that would balance your swing out, though, too? I mean... What, going wi- longer? Or, yeah, sure. going longer. I, I, I don't know. Or maybe the rhythm is more smooth? I, 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 I
1: know. I, I feel that I'm interested to see whether he's going to lose direction because... Right now, the bigger hitters on the tour, their job is to smash it as far as they can down the fairway and then have a good rescue shot from over there. If they get on the fairway, great. If they're in the rough, then they've got a nice chip to get somewhere. Whereas the shorter hitters, the more finesse hitters are hitting um, more directional. And their game is about getting on the fairway and having a nice second shot. Whereas the other guys, it's about getting as far as they can. And if the shot is not as easy and nice, they can still chip in from the rough. I am interested to see where his dispersion comes out after using this longer driver because... it increases drive length or it shortens it up a little bit. I think it's going to give him more length for sure. I I, I don't think that's in doubt. And I think it'll be interesting to see on the driving range compared to on um, the course because Mm -hmm. the driving range is a big wide open space and he's going to get the length. But is that length going to be... Is he going to jeopardize having... I mean, because you can only go so far before you're out of bounds. Yeah. So... Is that going to be worth it? So it'd be really interesting to see how he does it. And on a course like the Masters, they have lengthened that course over the years. So a big hitter can do well on that course. So it'd be really interesting to see. I don't know whether I would be changing it that much, as much as he's changing it. But then Bryson, to be quite honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if Bryson came out with like a robotic arm or dressed as a woman or whatever it is, because he is so not Give the monkeys about what he looks like, what he's doing, where, and and it's proving it works. I mean, he, he just won the U.S. Championship, U.S. Open.
0: He's, so he's he's just he's locked in. He's in the zone, and it doesn't really yeah. matter like whose other world he's navigating around. It's just it's Bryson in the game, and yeah. that's it. And I, I I do really like watching him because it does bring a scientific feel
1: into it. It does make it interesting, and I, I think people should be testing the boundaries of of a sport and be testing the boundaries of equipment, especially when the equipment is so vital to what you do. I mean it's vital to how you hit It's vital I mean the body is only so much of it he, he is really going all out to, to try and do this so anyway that was a story that, that just popped up in front of me and I was really interested about it but but seeing that with Bryson but no the, the story that I really wanted to talk about today um, and we're going to talk Phil Mickelson soon as well but what I wanted to talk about is it, it, this is not new news everyone's known about this it's come out about a week or so a week and a half ago um, now, this gentleman was actually here in the Ozarks just a few weeks ago. Yes, he uh, was. With, yep. the, with the Champions Tour. Um, we've also had the opportunity to meet with him and, and, and talk with him before in the past um, at, the, at the previous events we've had in our area. Um, John Daly, um, the legend himself, uh, has been diagnosed with uh, bladder cancer.
0: Yeah, um, big, big news yeah. in, the, in the realm of golf. And, you know, this this really coming... I want to say four years into his foray onto the champion circuit. You know, he's been he's been playing there for about four years now. And he when he was out there on the circuit, he had been battling with with severe back pain. Mm-hmm. And I know that had been very frustrated for him as a golfer because he could not figure out what was going on. And he had obviously had the back pain. He had kidney stones and he had to, if I'm not mistaken, had to withdraw from, um, uh, this would have been two months ago, uh, one of the Charles Schwab Series events in Missouri, and this was he had to withdraw after a couple of rounds playing. Yeah, and yeah, he went, I, and he was out.
1: I mean, he's um, he, let's let's put it this way: it'd be nice. I I I like John Daly. I always like people who are just that little bit different with the sport. You know, they're they're the. I don't know if it's the playboy, or the bad boy, or whatever they are. He's been that guy. Yeah, and, he's he's the bad boy <clears throat> at golf. Yeah, and he. But you need that. You need that person to be different. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just become so vanilla and boring and just plain. And oh, it's just <laughs> over. But uh, but no, he, he he he's definitely not been in, in. You know, the one that's in the gym. I mean, I, I saw a video actually the other day with him. Um, he was in the bar and. Um, was We're it was about. it like was it like three sets of ten and Jack Daniels? I, I just. Probably something along those lines. And he was talking. And Tiger was. This is when he was still on the main tour. Tiger was walking by, so hey, come and have a drink. And he just got off the round. He said, No, no, I've got to go and uh, go to the range. And then he comes back. He said, Hey, Tiger, come and join us for a drink. And he's like, No, 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 I've, I've got to go to the gym. And. The, it, like literally the guy was gone for four hours and they were still in the bar drinking and eventually he was like oh no I've got to go so he never joined him for a drink but that's kind of
0: it was talking more about Tiger and how committed he was and stuff his his behavior is almost very reminiscent of what Babe Ruth was in the game of baseball yeah, yeah. you know it's kind of like of I, you know, you're, yeah. you're going to smoke 18 black Cuban cigars a day you're going to have meat for breakfast lunch and dinner and then you're going to repeat the smoking process again yeah. and, and he's one of the greatest in the game yeah and and, and John I, I, I want to <coughs> say this I mean obviously He had the CT scans done, uh, you know, and they thought that the stones may have been recurring or were still there. The doctor tells him, you know, the stones are gone. and This is not the issue anymore. Unfortunately, you have bladder cancer. I I like his post. I mean, it's typical John Daly. I mean, he just keeps driving forward. I go to his Twitter post that he had back in September on the 10th, right? He says this. He says, hey, all Thank you all so much for all the love, the text, the messages, and the support through this. It's all still shocking for me, but no, I'll do what I have in me to beat this. My whole life, I've beaten the odds, so it's not time to stop right now, ready for 2020 to be over. And I had to add lib there because he had some language in his Twitter post, but that's <laughs> that's John Daly. And, of course, the hashtag and the patented grip it and rip it, y'all, talking directly to his fans. So Yeah. The guy, the guy is uh, he, he's got the spirit. Big time career, five times PGA winner in his career. That's huge for
1: him. That oh, really, really is. Totally. And actually, uh, I'm looking here on uh, Golf Week uh, magazine who uh, actually put some updates on September 10th. Um, Basically saying that um, on an episode of the Golf Channel's PGA Tour Champions Learning Center, the 50 old a fifty-four-year-old, revealed he underwent a procedure to actually remove the aggressive cancer. Although the procedure was successful, Golf Channel reportedly uh, reported that Daily said there is still a possibility of recurrence. Uh, his urologist has said there's an eighty-five percent
0: chance mm-hmm. it will come back. I mean that sucks. And I hate, I, I totally hate hearing that. And he he did say this in an interview as well. Golf Channel had some great coverage on it as well. He says this. I'm cutting way, way back on the Diet Coke, and I'm counting the minutes before I can have a cigarette. I'm trying to quit. The doctors aren't saying it's too late. Unfortunately, it's a cancer that keeps coming back, but I'm going to listen to them, and if I'm going to try and quit smoking, if it comes back, it comes back. I mean, what, what an attitude, right? Yeah. Six months to a year, if it doesn't go away, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what else can you do? I mean, I... You put yourself in his shoes, larger than life, having fun, living his life. He's in his fifties. He's got so, you know, he's got so much time ahead of him. And I don't even think he's thinking about it in, that, in those terms. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I mean, he, it's the moment for him. Well,
1: and they, he says here as well. So he, said, he said, "Luckily for him, that they caught it earlier, But bladder cancer is something that. Um, he doesn't know all the details about but uh it doesn't look sorry that's me rule 101 uh turn off your phone uh but uh he's it's john daly now saying talk, talk, stop talking about me but uh, <laughs> no he, he's saying but it doesn't look like it may go away so i guess bladder cancer yeah. i don't know a lot about it myself um must be one that is a reoccurring cancer mm-hmm.
0: and uh yeah i mean that's a, that's a tough thing to to really sort of just, deal with no i just i just i just hate it i hate it for him but yeah rest assured no matter like how weepy and emotional we may get over his prognosis and where he's at, I think if John was here in the room with us, Alex, I think he would just look at us and simply say, hey, guys, can you, uh, can you please mop up the floor with your tears and just be done with it just so <laughs> yeah. we can get on with life and I can get out there. Or, or he would be the first one to say, yeah, I've got cancer. So what? Can we just go play some golf and let's get some beers? Yeah.
1: Oh, I, I could say that I could would be John Daly.
0: I would literally would, hear him saying that. Totally, and I,
1: I, I think if anyone's going to beat it or anyone's going to cope with it, he's kind of the guy, guy to do that. And uh, you know, he, he's never been the guy to take care of himself. He's never been the one in the gym. He's never been the one eating healthily. You know, he, he's always pushed himself to the limit. So it's it's yeah. one of those situations that you think you know he, he, he's in a situation now where he's going to try and do everything that he can to, to, to get rid of this and stuff like that. But I almost feel like he's in a position mentally to fight it. And I think, um, you know, sometimes things happen to people like that because maybe they're able to cope with it better it's in a, just weird a weird way.
0: It's just a weird thing because whether it's in sports or life in general – And, you know, I'm not saying this to be mean or anything like that, but whenever you always read, it's always the people that are the most healthy that come down with the just debilitating diseases. You know what I'm saying? Oh, gosh. That's always the way it goes. And then the ones that... Are smoking and drinking and eating bacon for every meal and, and basically violating every natural law there is, are the ones that are living into their hundreds. You exactly. Know? Yeah. I and mean, the people that are doing sit ups every day and eating yogurt and sprouts, we're not even making it to fifty. No,
1: I know, and it, and sometimes that just proves that if, if it's in you, it's in you, and you're never gonna, it's always gonna happen and stuff. And, Genetics, know, right? Yeah, and that no yeah. one's kind of really said if it's being caused by John's lifestyle or the way he eats or drinks. Not, he's not really been commented on about that. Um, but, he's
0: well aware of what he's got to give up. Yeah, so I mean, he's quoted as that. So
1: yeah, so I, I mean, again, I hope he. Well, obviously, from all of us here at the Gimme Cast, we you know we John, if you're listening, which is probably a pretty small chance, but we'd love it if you were. Uh, maybe I just have maybe to think of it that he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. He yeah we're going to think you are. You know, we send you all of the best wishes that we can um, with fighting this cancer, and uh, we we really do have all the best thoughts for you. You've always been a real great guy when I mean, you've been here in our area playing golf and uh, in the tournaments and everything. Always had an opportunity to say hello to you and uh, always been very pleasant and uh, somebody that uh, i know our area of the country because he's not he's from close to here really isn't uh-huh. he uh, yeah. arkansas is he i from? believe so yeah. Yep. um he he's a legend around here though people love him so i think um we, we can't wait to see him back on the tour again very soon and uh we really i, I feel confident and positive that he's going to do well and he'll 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 get through this and uh he'll be back he'll be back plan
0: pretty soon. John, we are raising a Diet Coke, sir, in your honor here on the GimmeCast. Even though we probably should give them up, because they, no, they, do they don't, yeah. <laughs> no, no cigarettes, John, but <laughs> Just, we you yeah. know, Diet Coke, yes, we yeah. are doing that for you.
1: Exactly. And now, um, so to move from one story to another, talking about oh. the, the Champions Tour. Oh. This is, this is pretty c- you
0: going down Champions Row, are you? Yeah. There? Did Mr. you, Alex, would you see the, the way I segued cast? into that?
1: Very cool. You did. It was very smooth. It was very British and suave of you, sir. Well, I wouldn't expect anything less from me. If I did, you be disappointed so hey (coughs) want to be you when I get older pal listen telling you James Bond's been cancelled until next year I'm don't don't yeah. don't no 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 don't don't say that
0: don't jinx it stay in the golf world buddy it's safer the movie world is not safe the waters are full of sharks I know don't go down me. that oh, road oh dear oh dear you'll I, get bit you'll get nipped on your ankles to, to man. be honest
1: with you I've, we, we play James Bond's golf ball the penfold heart <laughs> and I feel like we are going to have to just go out and remake our own James Bond movie with the golf ball in it because at this stage I, I don't know when that movie's coming out so anyway. Going back to this subject, um, I don't know where I got onto that, but it's, it's, it's very painful, it's an ugly,
0: it's painful year. anyway. But a man who isn't ugly,
1: yes, no, he was very suave actually. Phil Mickelson, uh, is oh basically boy. putting his undefeated PGA champions record on the line next week, yes. Uh, he's un-defeated. committed, <laughs> yeah, he, well, he's only played one and he won it, so he came here, yeah, he came here, didn't he? And he won it, and he won it. And now oh. he's undefeated so far. Now he has committed to the Dominican Energy, uh, sorry, Dominion, Dominican. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of vacation. You are Dominion a Energy Island. Charity Classic, which is a fifty-four hole, fifty-four hole event over on the over fifty circuit, which will be played October sixteenth through the eighteenth at the Country Club of Virginia, and it will mark his second championship start or champion start. Uh, Phil Mickelson, who turned fifty in June and won his debut appearance in August here at uh, Ozarks National Golf Course. Now, this is a big deal. I I honestly wasn't sure if Phil was going to think. Now, this is going to sound horrible and awful. I'm
0: 50, Mm -mm. and I am still awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I got the impression, like, you know, there's that kind of period of time where you flip from being one person to another. So like for him, he's gone from being on the regular PGA, which he still is on. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because he can still play on it as long as he wants. True. Pretty much. Um, But now he is able to go on to another tour, which is the seniors tour. I almost feel like if it was me, I'd be like, Oh, I, not a step down because it's not a step down because those golfers are phenomenal. Like some of those guys, I mean. Uh, this Bill, is this is a step up, baby. It is a step this up. This is but a you know, step up. Do you not know see what I mean? Like, so I was surprised that he went for a second event. I think it's cool. I think
0: it's great. What? All right, all right. <laughs> I'm coming at you, bro. I'm coming at <laughs> you, 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 you here in this podcast. What, do you understand know what I'm saying? What, I mean, yeah, but is a step back. This is Phil Mickelson. He's 50. He won. He came in here and he dominated. He absolutely dominated in the field yeah. at Ozarks National. True, true. This should not be a surprise to you. <laughs> he's 50. He's higher than life right now, and he's like, "Come on, bring it on." I'm not done. I am just getting started. Yeah. Put it on a slogan, and Mickelson. Yes, buddy, you can wear that on a t-shirt. Why does that surprise you, man?
1: Well, no, I just thought in the sense of like... Defend your
0: stance, baby. Defend your stance. Because
1: he's still a high top competitor on the PGA Tour. Yes. So I understood that he wanted to come and compete in this one because he missed a cut on something and he felt like it was an opportunity. He's turned 50. He's eligible to play on the Champions Tour. Yes. But then he's going up against guys, not all of them. Some of them are younger guys. So I guess there's still a competition there. But he's going on to a tour where a lot of the guys are older. A lot of the guys are maybe past their prime, would you say? Not all of them, but some of them are, maybe from what they were when they were playing PGA, uh, regular PGA. Mm-hmm. The, I would think that he would feel a little bit like he was... I, I, I don't know how to say It's like if you were playing in, in any sport and you're playing in the main level of it and then you're old enough to go and play with the veterans team. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. And I, I and I I don't know whether he's. I mean, I'm sure his bank balance is. So that maybe that's what it's all about. But is he getting the enjoyment out of winning
0: those tournaments as he would do if he was competing and trying to win the other ones? But, I think. He, I think he loves it. I think he loves it. I mean, literally, he comes out and he plays anywhere. Whether it's on the PGA or he's going on the champions tour, he goes out and he plays well. I mean, yeah, winning is what you want to do. Yeah. But he goes out there and he plays well. You know, he's proven himself he's proving something to himself every time he does that. Yeah. And for them, that just got that's gotta reinforce something for him inside. Oh,
1: definitely. And I mean like with the Masters coming up. A lot of the guys who are only on the Champions Tour, who mm-hmm. have been, they will go and play in the Masters because it's one of those ones that you still come back. But they all know that they can't compete now against the younger guys, Bryson's and all that, who are smashing the ball. They just can't compete and it's too much for them. The courses yeah. have got too long. They're just, it's getting crazy. And maybe Phil is in that mindset now. Maybe that's how he's thinking. Maybe this is his transition. He's going to keep flicking back and then he'll see him play more Champions Tour events as a, and, until he's really only playing a couple of the main ones
0: he's been reborn from the ashes yes <laughs> of the pga tour yeah possibly and you know i like this because i mean when he goes and he steps out there on uh, dominion field He's not going to be alone. I mean, there is going to be a stacked field with him, and that includes Jim Furyk, Ernie Ells, and also Mike Weir among yeah. them. So <laughs> he is going to be in the thick of some serious competition there. So, you know, it's a bold move. I love the fact that he's coming out. And yeah, I'm going to defend my title. I'm undefeated. Yeah. Why I, not? Yeah. And I think you take right. on all comers, man. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I look at it as well, and this has actually got some history for him particular venue apparently was the site of his nine million dollar match victory over tiger woods just two years ago just two years ago so there's some big history there as well for phil so you know he wants to come out and make a big statement here yeah and i i think he's done it i think it's awesome
1: yeah no i i, I agree the, with guy, you. the
0: guy's all class dude i agree with you
1: and i think it'll be um you know Be interesting to see kind of what he does now. Obviously, Jim Furyk is also looking to to win his first three starts on the Champions Tour as well. That's another story that's coming out right now. Um, Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to seeing how Phil does on it. But uh, I love Phil, and he was actually an absolute legend as well up and coming up and giving us an interview and talking with us and he was and great i mean i really it was, enjoyed so, him yeah
0: wasn't it surreal i mean just having him on video and then having oh. him up on the youtube channel that was just that was just oh like, epic weird. yeah I, I it was
1: probably for me one of the biggest <laughs> interviews or biggest opportunities to ask a question it wasn't a full interview but um for me and um we got to ask yeah. questions of phil mickelson it was very cool i'm not going to lie about it i, I was really <laughs> very very happy about it so there's no uh, need
0: for us to embellish about that because it actually literally happened know yeah, there's video evidence of it it's
1: it crazy yes. i just
0: uh, just just absolutely mad and stuff but so, uh, let me ask you this real quick kind of switching gears yeah. uh from from Phil and and Phil being absolutely awesome as he is to Brooks Kepka getting a chance to play again and him recovering from injury yes. and coming back. Now, he has not apparently teed it up since he missed a cut at the Wyndham Championship. You got to go back to August for that one. Withdrew from the Northern Trust because of injury, effectively ending his 2019-20 PGA Tour season. And he also missed last month's U.S. Open at Winged Foot. But... Kepka is going to be on the move. Shadow Creek is where he will return. And he won that in South Korea in 2018. And, of course, temporarily relocated to this year to Las Vegas because of the COVID-19 pandemic, which is impacting sports on so many levels. But it's his first competitive appearance in at least two months. He's got to feel good about that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's one of the I, I watched a really interesting um it was only a small thing. It was on YouTube, actually. I think it was off the golf channel. They made a little story about his life and how he had come up and where he, you know, he wasn't one of these rich kids that was at the at the golf course every week. He was one that yeah. would, would work to get it and, and, and do all that. You know, he's really come from an area where he was really working hard to do that. And he also, he wasn't, I mean, his parents weren't, In that bad a position, don't get me wrong. But uh, he was also not um, a winner when he was a kid. He was always coming like second or third and all this kind of stuff or 10th or 15th. But it was his determination to do it. And he's one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) you come second when we play.
0: what yeah, that's I mean, I'm actually, no, I'm I'm used to that. It's kind of like a shake and bake slingshot scenario. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: But uh, no, he's a he's a he's a he's a great guy, and also he was like really skinny when he was like coming through college and everything else, and he really
0: bulked so up, really shaped up, and filled
1: so he's another life. one that felt you know felt like he was going to need to do that. So uh, yeah, so so interesting to, to see that as well. So yeah,
0: I I gotta ask, I've gotta ask you this, and this is this is an update not only for me personally, but it's also for uh, for all of the audience out there that that follows us across all of our platforms. I, I think the audience is dying to know. Because if they're following us on Instagram, they already know that, you know, you're waking up early in the mornings and you're going out there on Port Royale and you're doing your photo shoots and you're looking decidedly British on the golf course. <laughs> but people, people are dying to know how are things going for Alex Webster and Josh Grisham on the golf course, when it comes to those brand spanking new, awesome hybrid putters Yeah. from FGX Sports. Yes. And if you've been using that, how is it going? Give us an update on the FGX putter. Yeah. So
1: um, obviously people out there know that we were managed to, to get with some some brands who wanted to make our golf journey the journey and and, and our It's a much better walk with the white ball. Yeah, and, and to be honest, we you know we brought the journey twenty twenty out, which was going to be an opportunity to see how myself and Josh could improve our golf through lots of different Opportunities, whether it be regular golf playing, whether it be new equipment, whether it be, and you know, and, and new things will come up as we go along, and we throw that into the mix and see if that helped. And you know, before kind of COVID hit, we were getting some some motion going with that, and then we slowed it down a little bit just because um, COVID and, and, and the accessibility and the safety of getting out there on the courses with people and everything else. Which hopefully we will be reconvening very soon, getting out on the courses. Um, so you'll be able to check that out on our video content over on our YouTube channel. But um, you know, we've, we've still been going out doing product testing and still been going mm-hmm. out and doing some news. And uh, FGX Sports Limited in the UK brought out a brand new style of putter. Like it's the first brand new, as they, is their slogan, is the first brand new golf club in forever. I mean, it's, it's it, beautiful. It, it really is. And a it, what, it, piece of what it is, in a nutshell, is they've taken a hybrid, custom hybrid shaft and put it on a putter. So it's, if you, the only way I can explain it to you is if you took your hybrid out of your golf bag and stood and used it to putt with. We, we've all done that with sometimes, like we've, if we've used a, a whatever and we haven't bothered to put it back in the bag, we've all just, mm-hmm. you know, been lazy and just used a hybrid <laughs> to kind of do it. Um, and it kind of stemmed, the idea stemmed from the fact that a lot of the guys, one of the guys that they played with and worked with used to use his hybrid around, the green instead of a wedge, a lot of the time, because and he would just tap it and bring it on. And they said his accuracy and everything was phenomenal with it. So they started to bring this idea into putting it into a putter style. So you're basically putting, you stand further away from the ball. The movement is more of a, a, a round as opposed to kind of a, 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 it is a pendulum very on the shoulders. Team, yeah. You know, it's, it's more of a rounded kind of movement, more akin to what you're doing on the rest of the course when you're playing. Um, so, in answer to your question, I haven't had as much chance to be out on the course as I wanted to be so think uh, since we last did that video of, of, of it but I have been practicing at home with my little putting mat that I've got and I'll be honest it's taken me a little bit of time to get used to it just because of the eye line but I'm now noticing the smoothness because one of the things that I suffer with when I putt is I putt and then when I bring the ball down I'm not hitting at the same level so I'm raising up a little bit on the ball and yeah. everything whereas with the hybrid putter you, your arms are at basically uh, straight out you know you're not got bent arms with it your arms are at full length and you're rotating around so that the the height that you have are when you're behind the ball when you address the ball and then when you pull away in the backswing and come back it doesn't really change your height doesn't really change on it um which is definitely helping to improve the consistency. The bit for me now is I'm getting used to trying to do the lining up, but I think, and, and I know a lot of other YouTube uh, video reviews have gone out there, and everyone said the same thing, that it's it takes a smidge to get used to it, like any new kind of style would do. It's the same as if you were putting normally, and then went to doing the kind of the long two-hand putter, you know, like, um, like Adam Scott uses and all that. That would take a weird time to get used to. This is, or even different, different grip on a putter, yeah, you know, with the with the pencil grip or the you know that they use. So this is this is the same sort of thing. And but in answer to the main question, I feel that this is going to be the improvement for my game that I needed. Right, I really do. I really do. And the guys over there who've uh, just done an amazing job at bringing these putters out. There's three or four different heads. They're going to keep increasing. There's going to be more stuff happening. So I'm really excited about that. I know there's talks about other clubs. I can't really say too much about that because they've only just talked of of, of different parts of the game that you know that they're going to be developing. It's not a gimmick. It really is. And, And that's the thing. Sometimes you see these clubs, oh, they're just gimmicks and whatever else. It's not a gimmick. It's definitely a viable, usable product. I know that PGA professionals have hit with the club and really enjoyed it, the only way they, reason they can't say anything about it is that they have sponsorship deals with other companies. Yeah, that's true. So that's re- And I've been told that by them. That, you know, I know that that's the truth. And I'm talking players on the PGA and also on the European Tour have tried the club. I, or maybe it's just the European Tour, but either way, they've tried the club. And the only reason that they're not going to game it is because they have um, sponsorship deals. Otherwise, they would give it a go because they actually really like the consistency of it. So... It's definitely something there. It's not going to be for everybody, but I would definitely say give it a try and get out there. What do you, What do you think?
0: No sponsorship will last will last forever, friends. I will say this. So the, yeah, there'll be conversations coming up from multiple golfers relative to the new F G X Sports hybrid putter. So I would just tell you that my my journey, my walk, continues with it. And generally, if I get out there and I have any time, it's going to be with Alex and I. So there is more play time to come with the F G X Sports hybrid putter. And as we do and we get there on the course, and I'm able to practice. With it and play with it. I will be giving you my assessment further as we go forward. Um, I just want to remind you guys, I also want to give a huge shout out, Alex, as well, to, to Penfold Golf. Penfold yeah. Golf, um, hooking Alex up with some beautiful hats that you can actually see on the Instagram page. It, it, he just looks so darling and precious and decidedly British <laughs> in his Penfold Golf hat. The new one looks really, really cool. I like we it. love the gloves. Um, I love the tees. The tees are awesome. It's yep. got the hearts on there. I love playing with the Penfold Heart golf balls. Thank you for the hookup Penfold. It really, really adds to the game and actually makes me look like I know what I'm doing when I'm out there on the golf course. <laughs> That's what it's all about. They
1: are a great brand. they really, and I just love the fact that I'm using James Bond's golf ball. I mean, the, the Penfold Heart at famously mentioned. Look you, super know, spy on the golf course. I know, you know got to do. Penfold Hearts, James Bond's golf ball in Goldfinger, <laughs> and apparently Sean Connery's golf ball of choice at the time. Huge names. They are coming back with a vengeance. They have got a great new, there's lots of new designs coming out. They're going to be sending us some new hats soon as well so i'm excited about that um excuse me i'm also excited about um i got so excited i coughed um about uh, an interview we've got coming up i'm hoping for next week i'm trying to set it up with uh, eric who is the uh, owner of new level golf who make the most beautiful irons and wedges and I've been trying to get hold of him for a while. I'm going to try and get that secured for this week or for next week. Uh, and he's going to come on. He was very graceful and very. Um, we were very grateful for him um, when he said yes to supplying us with a set of irons for me to use um, for the journey. Which, I said, has kind of, kind of gone back and forward in the sense of what we've been able to do with it. But I've been using those irons. Let me just say my irons I own now are up for sale. My uh, ti- I have Titleist AP ones, like from about four or five years ago. I like them; they're nice clubs and everything else. But these have improved my game so much, and they're not game improvement irons. They are. Yeah. But when I hit them well, I'm not always hitting them well. Don't get me wrong; that's just me. But I've had my best score ever in my life with them. I went out and won a tournament. Well, didn't win the tournament, but I went out and played a tournament. And I won three closest to the pinholes. holes. Um, with them as well, so definitely really enjoying playing with them. And mine are left handed, they make a left handed set. And a lot of these sort of independent brands don't have left handed clubs, so that's really cool. So, anyway, go and check them out newlevelgolf.com. But, um, Eric is going to hopefully be on the show next week, and I cannot wait to talk to him. He's a great guy. If you go onto his Instagram page, it's just, I think it's at New Level, I think it's just New Level, but New Level, and he's golf. got
0: good photos on there as oh, well. Brilliant!
1: And if you see his workshop, it looks like You know when you have something built? Let's say you were doing golf design or whatever it was, and they built it, and it was brand spanking new, and everything is white. Everything is white. Pristine. Within a week, it's going to be dirty, because you're making (laughs) golf clubs in there, and it's going to be a mess. No. Every picture, here's workshop is spotless. It's as if he's never made a golf club and he just has a workshop and takes pictures in there. And I love that because I'm one of these people that I buy new white shoes or white golf shoes. I'll go home and I'll wipe them down because I don't want to mark on them. That's how stupid I am. His studio is gorgeous. His workshop is beautiful. Beautiful. And that is just an extension of what he makes with these golf clubs. Um, really, really cool. He's just actually releasing some brand new uh, driving irons as well. So go and check him out before. Do a bit of research before we have the interview next week. And I urge everyone to do that because you will not be disappointed. Check them out, New Level Golf, and hopefully,
0: as I said, we'll secure that interview for next week. Stay connected to us again, friends. The GimmeCast comes your way via Spotify and all major podcast platforms. Look for new episodes every single week from Josh Grisham and Alex Webster, and of course, stay connected to us on our additional outlets and mediums through Instagram and YouTube, Alex Webster Golf TV. We are designed and easy to find. So until we see you for the next one, which by my math, which is correct, finally, after a couple of weeks, in Episode 8, I will say Play well, be healthy, and enjoy the game. And for me, it's from the green to the tee box. Sorry, no. <laughs> I knew I was going to mess it up. I messed it up. <laughs> you get a do-over. Okay, let's you get do it again. You get a mulligan? Okay, okay I'm taking a mulligan. Okay. So, so <laughs> until we see you on the next one, fellow golfers, play well, be healthy, and enjoy the game. And from the
1: tee box to the green and everything in between, I'll say goodbye as well. We'll see you next week. It's the GimmeCast on
0: Spotify.